Hello and welcome to episode 39 of the Dictionary of Moments podcast. I'm your host, Jason Geary. It's time to read some stories. say thank you to the Heartstrings Project for the theme song and intermittent music for this podcast. You can find a link in the show notes of this podcast uh, to their Spotify page and YouTube channel uh, where you can watch them and listen to them to your heart's content. They do have new music on the way uh, and I'll be sure to let you know when that drops. Uh, three new stories for you this week. It's not, uh, it's a rhythm now, so uh, let's get into it. Uh, it's a cold Cold Tuesday here in Melbourne, Australia, the second day of summer, and uh, I'm sitting with a heater on, flannelette shirt, <laughs> a hoodie, um, yeah, uh, I, and as you can hear by my voice, I'm slowly getting over the head cold that I had last week. Now you're up to speed with me, I hope <laughs> you enjoy these stories. All right, here you go. Refrigerator, noun, an appliance or compartment which is artificially kept cool and used to store food and drink. Refrigerator. Oh, fuck me, are you serious? I exclaimed as I stood looking dumbfounded into the fridge. Mark had placed black tape down the middle of the fridge and pushed all of my stuff haphazardly over to the left-hand side, leaving the right-hand side of the fridge with four items of his. A tub of hummus a bag of carrots, a pot of cream cheese, and some falafel balls. Everything else was pushed over to what I took to be my side of the fridge. I knew he was home, so I yelled, Is this turf war in the fridge absolutely necessary? He had to have heard me, but he didn't reply. I poked my head around the door to see if he was around. He wasn't. I quickly went to work. I pulled the black tape up and moved it two inches to the right. I paid more in rent than him, so I figured it was justified. I spread my leftovers and various half-empty bottles of hop sauce wide right. I moved everything until it was precisely equidistant. It looked like an art piece titled Crowded Party at which everyone overtly respect each other's personal space. I had had the door to the fridge open long enough that the alarm went off. An incessant ding, ding, ding. I closed the door and was shocked to find Mark standing on the other side behind it. Did you touch my stuff? Not directly. I used my stuff to nudge your stuff. Did you move the line? Yes, I did. I pay more in rent. I get more space. You're a fucking child. <laughs> I burst out laughing. I'm a child. You you divided the fridge. He stepped to the fridge and opened it. I looked at my handiwork proudly. This is 
is ri- ridiculous, he stammered slowly. I walked away. Don't touch or nudge my stuff. No nudges. I called it. I marked where everything is with tape underneath it, so I'll know if you moved it. As I walked down the hall, I heard him slam the fridge door closed. The lesson here was simple. Pick your battles and never start them with me. Imitate, verb, to take or follow as a model. Imitate. It's 9.30pm on a summer's night. The sun set half an hour ago and the crystal clear night has revealed a blanket of stars. Kids are playing in the street as I sit down on the front balcony of my house to enjoy the temperate evening. I sip my Bordeaux and feel its rich notes in my mouth. I close my eyes and feel the gentle summer breeze on my face. I swallow my wine and sigh. A perfectly peaceful moment. (laughs) Increasingly rare these days. Out of the corner of my eyes I see a bunch of the local kids ride past on their pushbikes. Boisterous and happy, they are calling back for one of their number to hurry up. Even though they know he's lagging behind, they don't slow down, they just yell louder. I wait ten seconds for the final kid to appear. He seems the same age, just not as much in a hurry. And then I see why. He's riding with one hand on the handlebars and one hand in the air. In his raised hand is a spaceship. From his perspective, it must be dashing through the stars. I listen and I hear him blowing rocket sounds from his mouth. He's in his own world, living his own perfect moment of escapism. He takes his time to ride past my house, savouring every moment that spaceship is in the stars. And then just like that, he's gone. My heart swells. I raise my glass to the stars and I make a rocket sound. The USS Bordeaux, ready for light speed. I lower the glass to my lips to find that they are smiling. And I'm reminded to let myself escape and savor the moments when they happen. The flat area between the waist and knees of a seated person. Lap. I sit down with my tea and she's not far behind. I pull the blanket over my lap and just as it reaches my waist, she hops up onto the couch next to me. She's not a puppy anymore. She's a dog. Full grown. A mess of long legs and curly black fur. I put my tea down on a coaster on the arm of the couch. This is her signal. 
She tentatively steps onto the blanket in the center of my lap. Under her weight, it quickly dips to find my legs beneath. She continues to bring her long body up onto me, arching her back as she tries to get all of her feet into my lap. The next part seems to happen all at once, but in reality, it's a fine succession of weight transference, muscles giving way, and gravity doing its thing. To me, it just feels like a flop of weight directly into my lap. With that flop comes perfect relaxation for her and for me. Because even though she's way too big for this, I secretly hope for it every time I sit down. I stroke her fur and she lets out a big sigh that tells me that she secretly hopes for it too. Boy and dog on the couch. Perfect. I look over to the coffee table and see the remote. I curse. She looks at me with that look that says, don't you dare move. So I don't. We just sit here, absorbing each other's warmth. I hope you get to have a dog on your lap sometimes. Or a cat on your lap or next to you purring away. Uh, If you're not an animal person, that's fine too. But if you are, you know the joy of having something, a little tiny creature or a big one, uh, sitting on your lap and uh, completely relaxing around you. Thanks so much for tuning into the Dictionary of Moments this week. I'll have three new stories for you next week. You can do me a favor and reach out to your friends and say, hey, I really enjoy this podcast. You should listen to it. Uh, And then mention this podcast as well as other ones that you enjoy. But if it does come up in conversation, I do appreciate any recommendations that uh, you can share for this podcast would be fantastic. I'm thinking about uh, launching a Patreon for this podcast. Yeah, we don't have a huge army of listeners, but we do have a consistent one. Uh, and uh, podcasts cost a little bit of money to keep up on the interwebs. Uh, so uh, I will probably give you some details of a Patreon next week. If you have any ideas about what you would like as Patreon subscriber gifts, um, then uh, please let me know uh, at uh, podcast at Dictionary of Moments or via uh, DM on the Facebook page um, or uh, by Instagram. Uh, you can follow Dictionary of Moments on Instagram and that's where I upload uh, covers for each of the stories that you hear. Uh, it is a, a, a small art project to go with this uh, project as well. Uh, I was thinking that perhaps uh, if you subscribed, I could uh, print out... Um, some of the uh, pictures for you, uh, some of your favourite ones or words, uh, and send them through to you in the mail in the form of a magnet or a postcard or something like that. I'm not sure. Uh, But I would like to offer some perks to those people who do subscribe uh, to the podcast. Uh, So if you have any ideas uh, that you would be happy with, uh, perhaps your own word, your own stories, um, uh, please let me know because I'd like to give back to those people who uh, would support me via Patreon. So uh, thank you so much uh, for tuning in this week. I will be back again next week with three 
brand new stories. Uh, stay safe. Good luck out there. Bye. Follow you blindly, my eyes.